Welcome to the Proverbs Podcast. Our text today is Proverbs chapter 8, verses 17 and 18. I love those who love me, and those who search for me find me. With me are riches and honor, lasting wealth and righteousness. To be accepted and loved by someone is a basic and much-needed experience that, in my view, is foundational to our mental and emotional health. It would be difficult to be comfortable with yourself if no one ever sought value in your companionship. It would be a lonely and bitter experience. Today's text offers us so much more. God created us that we might enter into a love relationship with Himself. Individually, we are a unique creation, and as such are able to reflect the affirming love of God back to Him in ways that are also unique and affirming to Him. It is apparent that God desires a relationship with us, because our text promises that those who search for God are sure to find Him. In this, we catch a glimpse of the communal nature of God. He who authors and sustains life does not set us adrift to experience the risk and reward of such uncertainty. No, he desires to participate with us and to engage with us in ways that would lead to a sense of personal and professional abundance. While it may be God's will for us to accumulate temporal riches, material gain is a secondary benefit to the eternal riches that are promised as we embrace victory in Jesus. To pursue excellence without the entanglements of sin will be the lot and privilege of those who embrace the gospel. Through confession, repentance, and prayer, we experience the Lord's partnership, and in the strength He provides, we are able to rise above and beyond the limiting and at times degrading influences that hold us back. I have a handmade plaque in my office that reminds me to remember the value that God finds in me. It says, It is not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are not. God desires our best, and it is in a relationship with Him that we are promised riches, honor, lasting wealth, and righteousness. It is God's will to give us the assurance of His blessing in this life. We don't have to wait for the second coming of Christ to experience His love. With an eternity in mind, God leads us and enables us to maneuver through life challenges in such a manner that will prepare us for the blessings of eternal life. He knows of our limitations and failings, and yet He bids us to come to Him just as we are and to partake of the gift of Christ's righteousness. The key for us is to accept it and then bask in the realization of His richest blessing. Our circumstances may change. We may face adversity and trials. But God's love is still extended to us, to uplift us, and to encourage us. So as I ponder this text, I am reminded that I don't have to face each day alone. While I may not see the Lord's hand protecting and guiding me, I do believe that He is, in fact, there. In the person of the Holy Spirit, in the partnership of His angels, we can be assured of His presence. At all times and in all places, when the outlook seems dark and the future perplexing, and we feel helpless and alone, the Comforter will be sent in answer to the prayer of faith. Circumstances may separate us from every earthly friend, but no circumstance, no distance, can separate us from the Heavenly Comforter. Wherever we are, Wherever we may go, 
He is always at our right hand to support, sustain, uphold, and cheer. Desire of Ages, pages 669-670. As we study, has your appreciation and regard for God increased? Are you grasping a sense of His goodness? I would hope so, because His love is certain, and His desire is for us to find our balance and hope in Him. He can be trusted. Our world and each of us are not adrift. He is in control, and while the kingdom of darkness has been allowed to project and express the fruits of rebellion, the bookmarks of our adversity have been set by God. In Isaiah 46, 9 and 10, the Lord speaks to the prophet, saying, Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. And again, in Isaiah fifty-five eleven, he says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. To accept Jesus as my personal Savior was the best decision that I have ever made. At first, I didn't fully understand the implications of my decision, but I did respond and asked him to more fully reveal himself to me. He did, and I am grateful. May God bless you as you come to a fuller understanding of his will. Take a moment and ask the Lord to reveal himself to you in terms that you can understand, and I pray that he would guide you into a rich experience of faith and trust in him. Have a great day. I'm Pastor Ron Nelson.